Entrepreneurship is a journey and one of the hardest jobs in the world. That's why if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you must master the art of organization, productivity, and time management to keep you motivated. This is where the Organizedpreneur comes in. With the Organizedpreneur, you get the right tips, the right tools, and the right resources to help you simplify your life so that you can organize your business with ease. In our series on Legacy Without Walls, um, and I'm very, very uh, excited. I've been very, very excited about this series because it has really ministered to me, so hopefully it ministers to you as well. So we've said that when we think about legacy, the most important, most people will associate legacy with material possessions that's left behind for others. And we said that although that this is hugely significant, this is a huge significant piece of the puzzle or a huge significant piece of leaving a legacy, but as believers, it's about leaving a godly legacy. It's about passing down something used for good to further God's kingdom, something that enriches the lives of people and brings God glory. And so today I just wanted to look at what I, I'm calling it a biblical framework. Um, it's practical and it's applicable as well. And so the framework is teach, serve, love, and so. Teach, serve, love, and so. So when we say teach, we know that one of the most powerful ways to leave a biblical legacy is to teach your children and those that you impact, your grandchildren, teaching them about God, who God is, his character, his ways of doing things, and his plan for his people, right? And this is done by studying and teaching God's word. In fact, 2 Timothy 3.16 and 17 says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So you are equipping them for every good work by teaching them the word of God. And then serve. We are to build each other up. We are to encourage each other. And we are to be a demonstration of God's love to the world. When we help those in need by demonstrating how to serve others, God remembers. In fact, Philippians 2 and 4 says, let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also the interests of others. Matthew 25 and 35 says, for I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. And then Hebrews 6 and 10 says, for God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. 
And then the next one is love. We know that God is love. So when we express love to others, it's an expression of him. When we show loving kindness, kindness to those beyond our family and friends, it speaks volumes to our children and to others. And that makes a lasting impression on their heart. First John 4, 10 and 11 says, In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation excuse me, for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. And then so, the principle of sowing and reaping is throughout the scripture. And when we sow where the Holy Spirit leads us to sow, we can trust his faithfulness to provide every need. Proverbs 11, 24, and 5, 20, uh, 11, 24 through 25 says, There is one who scatters yet increases more. There is one without who, who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. Lastly, the point I want to make is that the Bible definitely supports the idea of parents leaving material possessions, wealth, property, you know, to their children. It's not out of guilt. It's not out of ob uh, obligation. Nor should it be neglecting yourselves in the process. Rather, it should be an act of love a way of expressing your love to your children, appreciating your children so that they don't have to start from scratch. They don't have to start all over again, right? And we have the responsibility to ensure that they are aware of their godly inheritance they will receive when they follow Christ. So what about you? What legacy will you leave? How would you be remembered? How would you like to be remembered? Would it be godly character, humility, hard work, community, forgiveness, relationship, a smile, a great experience? With faithfulness and diligence and intentionality, we can make a difference in the lives of our family. We can make a positive impact in the lives of the people that we meet and a powerful impact on those that we may never meet by leaving the world a better place, right? Leaving it better than it was when we got here. Legacy Without Walls goes beyond bloodline. It goes beyond leaving money. I mean, why would we leave monetary inheritance without instilling values, without teaching them how to sow into the lives of others, without teaching them how to serve and love others the way Jesus loves us unconditionally. That's how we carry out his purpose, and that's how we leave a legacy without walls. I want to leave you with this quote by Barack Obama. He said, I saw myself as a relay runner. I would take the baton 
and I would run my leg of the race. And then I'd pass the baton, the baton to someone else. Each generation tries to make progress knowing that we do it, do what we do, excuse me, is not going to be perfect, but hopefully we've run our leg of the race effectively and the world's gotten better, a little bit better because of it. 